welcome to the Bridegroom Speaks podcast with Laura Ercolino. One of our signature services here at Hope's Garden is our Brides of Christ group studies. We meet over a 12-week period to study the Song of Songs using our guidebook, The Cantata of Love, which is a verse-by-verse reading of the Song of Songs written by Father Blaise Arminian and published by Ignatius Press. Today we're going to look at verses 2-3 of the Song of Songs, beginning on page 140 in the Cantata of Love. We're going to talk about the apple tree, Jesus Christ, the apple tree. I'm going to read uh, verses 2-1 to 2-7 of the song to put it in context for us. The Bride, I am the Rose of Sharon, the Lily of the Valleys, the Bridegroom. As a lily among the thistles, so is my love among the maidens. The bride, as an apple tree among the trees of the orchard, so is my beloved among the young men. In his longed for shade I am seated, and his fruit is sweet to my taste. He has taken me to his banquet hall, and the banner he raises over me is love. Feed me with raisin cakes, restore me with apples, for I am sick with love. His left arm is under my head. His right embraces me. The Bridegroom. I charge you, daughters of Jerusalem, by the gazelles, by the hinds of the field, not to stir my love, nor rouse it, until it please to awake. As an apple tree among the trees of the orchard, so is my beloved among the young men. Faithful to her first theme of spring, the bride responds, but this time she picks up the tune that the bridegroom has given to her. You are more beautiful than all the other flowers of the spring, you said, my beloved, but you, you are the most beautiful tree of spring the most radiant, the most flower-studded of the orchard, an apple tree in blossom, promising an infinity of fruits. In fact, the apple tree is somewhat surprising here. It is not very common in Palestine. But being a rare species, it is all the more precious. Indeed, the bride could not compare the one who is unique in her eyes to some common variety. But there must be some premonition in the mind of the bride when she chooses the apple tree to praise her beloved. In the very name of the apple tree, there is something satisfactory to her. The Hebrew word, tapak, derives from a verb meaning to breathe, to exhale. The bride, who is always so sensitive to the perfumes of the one she loves, spontaneously compares the beloved to a tree whose flowers are very fragrant. Moreover, as Origen points out, the fragrance of the perfumes, though it is sweetly breathed out and pleasing to the sense of smell, is not always sweet to the taste. But there is one thing that is sweet to the senses of both smell and taste, at the same time, delightful to the palate by its savor and fragrant in the air I breathe, the apple. 
The apple is a love fruit. It is significant, for instance, that popular tradition has seen in the apple, even though it is not named, the fruit of the tree, beautiful to look at, and whose fruit is good to eat, which is the first tree mentioned in Holy Scripture. The fact remains in any case that the song mentions the apple four times, always in connection with love. Restore me with apples, for I am sick with love. Your breath, sweet-scented as apples. But above all, the apple tree is so exalted in the song because the tree has very beautiful flowers and excellent fruits, and because it links the spring of the flowers and the autumn of the fruits. It is thus counted above all the sterile trees of the forest, which Israel was tempted to venerate. In the same vein, the bridegroom transcends all vain idols, as Origen understands. All the trees of the forest are indeed sterile when compared with the word of God. All that you could imagine would only be brushwood in comparison with Christ. In his presence, all is fruitless, which is why, like the apple tree among the trees of the forest, my beloved is the most beautiful among the young men. So I want to talk for a minute now about the symbolism of the apple tree. And so it mentioned here on page 141 that um, the tree at the, in the middle of the Garden of Eden, the apple tree that Adam and Eve were told not to eat of. So that's the first symbolism when we talk about the apple tree in the Song of Songs and take us back to that, to the Garden of Eden. The apple tree, of course, here in this verse of the song, she's actually comparing Christ himself to the apple tree, to the tree that is the most pleasing to all of the senses, is Christ himself. And then the third symbol is the tree that Christ died on for us. Can be We can talk about that also as being the apple tree that restored and redeemed what was lost at the apple tree in the Garden of Eden by the sin of Adam and Eve, that Christ climbed the apple tree of the cross to die for us and to redeem us from that sin to save us. And then we can go to the end of the song and another image that it gives to us is the new apple tree, the tree under which the bridegroom is calling us to come and rest in his shade and eat of his fruit that is sweet to our taste. And so we're going to skip to page 340 of the cantata for a minute to verse 8-5. And this is the bridegroom speaking. I awakened you under the apple tree, there where your mother conceived you, there where she who gave birth to you conceived you the top of page 341. I awakened you under the apple tree, for the time has come to leave the shade, no matter how sweet it is to the pilgrim, in order to share in the glory of the bridegroom. Passage from shadow to light, from the obscure light of the faith to the illumination of the spirit and heart's eyes. 
astonished awakening of the bride, whose eyes open in wonder on the dawn of the new creation. I saw a new heaven and a new earth, St. John says in Revelation. Coming up from the desert, her former dwelling, the bride discovers the immense garden of God in which the tree of life, as was the case in the paradise of Genesis, is at the center. I awakened you under the apple tree, he whispers. Her friend does not say under an apple tree, for the apple tree is unique. Didn't she say herself, as the apple tree among the other trees, so is my beloved among the young men. At the end of the song, we see the tree bearing fruits and flowers, which have the shape of the bridegroom. The only tree today is the radiant apple tree at the heart of the garden of paradise, the forever glorious cross of the bridegroom's wedding. St. John of the Cross commentating on this verse of the song places these words in the mouth of Jesus. It is at the foot of the apple tree that you became my bride. There I gave you my hand and you were reestablished at the very spot where your mother had suffered violence. Indeed, on this very earth, in this very garden that had been turned by sin into a desert of thorns and bushes, where my former mother conceived me, Eve, the first mother of my life, whose name means mother of the living. Here my bridegroom gives today, thus fulfilling the wish of his bride, a rebirth to a new life. I awakened you, he says. This is the very word of the resurrection. This is already the song of the new Easter that Paul will teach to the Ephesians. Wake up from your sleep, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. This is the apple tree that I want us to take a moment now. And just close your eyes and imagine yourself sitting under the apple tree with the bridegroom. You can imagine an apple tree in the springtime full of fragrant flowers, or maybe the apple tree of the fall already full of his fruit that is sweet to our taste. Or maybe at this moment in your life, you're feeling more like you're called to sit at the foot of his cross the apple tree where he redeems and saves us, where hope blooms all the time in every season. So as we're praying with the Song of Songs, these verses are great ones to write on our hearts and to come back to again and again. And as we think about Christ inviting us to come and sit under the apple tree with us, to think, where am I in this moment? Do I need to be under the apple tree with him in the springtime, smelling the fragrant flowers? Do I need to be under the apple tree with him in the fall? Do I need to be fed with the apple, the fruit that is sweet to my taste? Or do I need to be at the foot of the apple tree of the cross? Am I in a moment of suffering that I need to be there where hope blooms at the foot of the apple tree of the cross and sitting there with Mary? So these are images and symbolisms of the apple tree that we can come back to and pray with again and again. But take a moment and sit yourself with the bridegroom under the apple tree.
And I'm going to read again from the song, how he covers us in his shade, in the shadow of the Lord, protecting us from the heat of the sun of exile. And he feeds us with his fruit that is sweet to our taste and provides all the graces that are needed and necessary for whatever he's calling us to in this season. So I'm going to read again from chapter two of the Song of Songs while you sit under the apple tree with the bridegroom. I am the rose of Sharon, the lily of the valleys. As a lily among the thistles, so is my love among the maidens. As an apple tree among the trees of the orchard, so is my beloved among the young men. In his longed-for shade I am seated, and his fruit is sweet to my taste. He has taken me to his banquet hall, and the banner he raises over me is love. Feed me with raisin cakes, restore me with apples, for I am sick with love. His left arm is under my head. His right embraces me. I charge you, daughters of Jerusalem, by the gazelles, by the hinds of the field, not to stir my love, nor arouse her until she pleads to awake. Christ, our bridegroom, he is the tree of life in the midst of the garden of paradise. But it is not enough for the bride to admire the beautiful tree of her beloved. She yearns to rest in his shade and taste of his fruit. She who has suffered so much when burned by the sun of exile, who exhausted herself wandering like a vagabond beside the flocks of his companions after having vainly sought the protective shade of the green trees. She now desires only the shade of her beloved apple tree. In his longed-for shade, I am seated, and his fruit is sweet to my taste. The coolness of the shade appeases and relaxes little by little the limbs of the bride, and at the same time, desire comes to its conclusion with the fruit that satisfies thirst and hunger. St. Teresa of Avila says about this passage of the song, I sat, she writes, in the shade of him whom I desired, and his fruit was sweet to my taste. It seems that the whole soul feels itself engulfed and protected by a shade, a kind of divine cloud. It feels a sort of rest so that the mere obligation to breathe is tiring. Thus, she says that his fruit is sweet to her taste and here is all her delight. Without any work of the soul's faculties under the shadow of the divinity. So as we pray with the song of songs, return often, return often to his shade, ask him to guide you and lead you, take you under the apple tree to rest in his longed for shade and to taste of his fruit that is sweet. 
For more resources and our consecration to Christ the Bridegroom, visit hopesgarden.com, the sanctuary where the spousal love of Christ the Bridegroom heals hearts, marriages, and families. You may also want to join our community powered by Mighty Networks. Download the Mighty Networks app and find us at Hope's Garden.